and we're back. Hey, hey, hey. What up? It's a new year, and it's Junior Funners, and it's the, it's the 2020. It's the year of the Junior Funners. Uh, yep. So we're back, and it's it's been a little while. We sorry for that. It's been like what nearly Couple two months. months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, whoops. Um, we've both been busy. You know, it's the new year. It's a lot of a lot of uh, <clears throat> a lot of paperwork. You know, a lot of a lot of admin. Hmm. Um, but anyway, welcome back to Junior Funners. This is uh, this is your boys. It's the the fun boys. It's uh, it's Ollie. It's me, Ollie. And it's Lawrence. Hi, what's up? Yeah, Yo. we're champing at the bit because we got a lot to lot to catch up on. But yep. um, I suppose, yeah, we got to uh, we got to get right into it. Oh, by the way, this is the podcast where we talk about Arsenal, uh, which is a football team. But then we'll talk about other stuff after that. So if you don't like football, just uh, stick around or uh, you know, fast forward twenty minutes or so. Actually, no, don't do that. Let's, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, let's do some Arsenal news. So, the headlines at the moment are, uh, are what? We've, oh, we, well. We uh, won a game. Yeah, comfortably. And didn't concede. Yeah. We won a game that we should have won comfortably, and we did. And like you said, we kept a clean sheet, um, which was, uh, uh, yeah, I think that's a, a big deal. Because since Arteta has taken over as manager, uh, it's been not... Been kind of bleh. yeah, it's okay. Sort of, nothing, not bad, not great. You can see sort of average, yeah, you can see lot. improvements, but yeah, the results aren't really bearing out that improvement just yet. Um, yeah, a lot more, like you said, a lot more draws. Um, I think yeah, we've drawn thirteen games so far this season, which is better than losing them, I guess. Mm. But still, it's like you know, it'd be nice to be nice to hold on to uh, the, the three points in a lot of those matches. Um, I mean, we you know. We demonstrated some pretty good uh, fight back against Chelsea in that mm. match. That was good. Um, going 10-man down, thanks to uh, our old friend. Yep. Agent uh, David Louise. Secret agent man, David Louise. Uh, back to his brilliant best, getting sent off in the, what was it, like the 20th minute or something. Mm. Um, and uh, But yeah, we managed to, uh, yeah, despite going behind in that match, we managed to claw back to two all. Um, with some some good play. I mean, both those goals in that match were pretty great. Um, and then, yeah, the most recent match on on Sunday against Newcastle, four nil at home. Uh, nice to get a comfortable win at home again because last season, for you know, for as inconsistent as we were, kind of overall, our home form was kind of all that was keeping us going. Mm, really, the yeah. fact that we could, you know, we were going unbeaten at home for so long. Um, so. Yeah, good to get back to uh, yeah, actually maybe turning the Emirates into a little bit of a fortress. Yeah, we'll you know we'll wait and see, I guess. But yeah, I think he's, I think Arteta has hopefully found the right sort of midfield. Mm. I think he's he put Sabios in there with Xhaka. Good to see Sabios back. So I think he's maybe sort of <clears throat> taken some of the uh, responsibility off Ozil in terms of create, trying to be a, like a playmaker. Yeah. He actually had a pretty good. I mean, he had one of his one of his rare good yeah. days uh, on Sunday. It's just sort of, I mean, we've talked about it before. The fact that it's sort of like any 
any good matches he has now is kind of too little too late. It doesn't, mm. you know, the length of time he's been there, the amount of chances he's been given, it kind of doesn't really matter. But um, it's good to see him playing a part. Um, I, yeah. And it, uh, yeah, the, the midfield does look a lot, um, a lot stronger than it has done. That, I mean, there was just so much towards the end of Emery's uh, reign, especially, there was just so much tinkering, so much mm. like, inconsistency and just swapping out and just kind of there was no it's difficult to tell what the strongest like what the strongest starting 11 was each week because he was just fucking around so much especially in the midfield I'm surprised we have a clean sheet with Mustafi and David Louise yeah that's nuts that is like, yeah I think it's probably yeah any clean sheets we get at the moment seem to be largely down to uh, Leno. I, th- I think, luckily, um, Newcastle's only attacking threat was um, St. Maximum. Yeah. And everyone else, like Joe Linton, they, on the highlights I saw, wasn't even trying, wasn't even doing anything, just wasn't moving. Yeah. Yeah, they're... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, their forward line is, uh, is, is pretty... Um, I mean, I, yeah. The, the, the amount of money that's spent on them versus how many sort of goals and assists they've got between them is pretty shocking. Um, I think I, I might be right in saying, I think between, between like Almiron and uh, uh, the other guy, Joe Linton, I'd be interested to see like their combined goals and assists versus someone like Martinelli. I feel like, mm. <laughs> I feel like Gabriel Martinelli probably has more goals and assists than those two together. Um, which is pretty bad. And uh, Nicholas Pepe, oh, flop, flop of the season. Yeah, Nicholas Poopoo. Nicholas Poopoo Pepe. Uh, two, go- two assists and a goal. Yeah. Um, but, you know, but, it's against, oh, shit. It's against, it was against a, a pub team, so it doesn't count. Yeah, not like Bruno Fernandes. Yeah, um, Bruno Fernandes. He's, uh, he would have scored like 10 literally goals. Literally the new Cristiano Ronaldo. Yep. Um, I've been reliably informed. Um, but no, I, I think Pepe's actually starting to find his... I, I, I like watching him play. I think something that's slightly... Um, something that's very promising and doesn't get talked about all that much is how good he is at winning the ball back. Um, for an attacking player, uh, I feel like a lot of us... I mean, you know, if, especially someone like Ozil, if he loses the ball um, in like the final third... He just kind of that's it. Like that's the that's the move broken down. Like he'll you know he'll sort of trot back to to the middle of the field or wherever. Um, Pepe actually has got some fight in him, and he's actually pretty good at like, taking on taking on defenders, getting the ball back, or forcing the ball out for a throw in or a corner or whatever. He's he's been sort of consistently very good and sort of very. It looks like I wouldn't want to play against him. It looks pretty irritating to play against. Um, so that's that's very promising, and I think he's that's going to be pretty valuable, I think, in uh, over the rest of the season. But um, yeah, I think he's he's sort of finally starting to uh, find his yeah. role within and his team. Lacazette finally got a got a goal. Yeah, don't know when was the last time he scored. Um, I think it's something like nine games or something. He's gone without scoring. It's uh, yeah, yeah, um, which is good. I. I I like Lacazette. I think he's, uh, he's he's I think there's still a place for him in this uh, in this Arsenal team. He seems to have a pretty good partnership with Aubameyang. He didn't. Um, he didn't. Unfortunately, didn't start the game, which was um, Niketia started. Yeah. But um, he showed a uh, you know showed some uh, had some good moments. But he looked course, good as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was I was surprised. I, I I mentioned it. I think on our uh, 
uh, deadline transfer deadline day episode. I was surprised that he went back out on loan, given mm. that towards the end of last season he seemed to be getting a bit more game time and he even scored yeah. didn't he against uh, against Burnley in the last match of the season. Um, so yeah, um, I, was, I was surprised that he went back out on loan. So it's good to see him getting recalled and making well, a mark. I've got to make one last shout out to uh, Bukayo Saka. Yes, he had a brilliant game. Who's uh, sort of been the standout player, maybe, so far at the moment? Could definitely make the argument, yeah. So far this season, he's... Uh, I'd say, yeah, him and um, him and Martinelli, in, yeah. in terms of uh, just immediate impact on the side. But yeah, he had, and he's, he's also... He's not even playing in his proper position, mm. is he? He's just sort of filling in, because we've got so many injuries at left back. Um, but yeah, he had, a, he had a terrific game, and that, you know, that... The setup for was it the second goal where he yeah. nutmegs like, he the confidence to do that, yeah, to nutmeg somebody and then you the know. eighteen is just yeah, and then like it's also like you can see how stunned the Newcastle defenders are. They don't even they don't even try and chase after him. <laughs> like once he's gone past them, they know he's too quick, so they don't even try. You know, like you'd say against other teams, you might like somebody, one of them might have given away like a clumsy penalty or something, but. They just don't even bother because they know he's too quick. And it's, yeah. So, again, very promising. Hopefully, you know, we say very promising pretty much every season about every Arsenal team. But, uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's looking all right. And then, of course, at, at the time of recording, we're recording this on a Thursday. So, tonight we've got, uh, we've got uh, Europa League. Yeah, Olympiacos. Olympiacos. Um, they played Tottenham, I think, in the group stage, Champions League. And I think they were. They, I think they caused them a bit of a bit of problems. I think. I think they're in the same group. Yeah. So they're, they're from what I have seen, they're kind of a one of these tough, very physical, probably counter attack a lot. I don't know, but um, I saw something that uh, yeah, uh, Socrates was sort of giving the the Arsenal team like the inside track on mm. playing in Greece because I think yeah the 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 playing in Athens or wherever, but yeah, like playing in Greece and playing against, uh, yeah, Olympiakos. So we'll see. I mean, one of the, one of the sort of immediate impacts of Arteta taking over is that we have been, apart from, apart from the odd, uh, you know, Louisism, uh, they have been a lot more organized at the back. Um, yeah, I think, I think, um, it was quoted as saying that we just don't have the energy devils to press all game, mm. like Liverpool or City or someone. So I think he's decided just just play like, I don't know, whatever, mid to low sort of, I think they call it a, a block, you know what I mean? A yeah, so block. you've got like a, like the back four and then a yeah. um, couple of kind of Two banks of four, the yeah, the mid, yeah. Yeah, you've got line of four, line of four, then Ozil and whoever's up front, Lacazette or anybody. Yeah. And um, I think he's decided to go with that. And I think, um, I don't know, it's, I think it's kind of the same what used to be with um, Vermaelen mm. and Koscielny. Yeah. We can't have David Luiz and Socrates because yeah. they both want to kind of go press. Yeah. Whereas Mustafi, I suppose, is a bit more sort of sits back. Yeah, Mustafi's style is more to just wait for people to run past him and yeah. then try and claim offside. Yeah. Um. <laughs> at, least he won't, at least he won't go off and lose, you know, leave space like maybe David Luiz would do. Yeah, yeah, he won't. So I think that's pro- maybe that's why Arteta has sort of gone with that combination. But 
Well, I think also it's just injuries, isn't it? Yeah. Like injuries and illnesses and everything. It's just, yeah, it, it, that's kind of forced him to adopt those two as his central pairing, for the moment at least. But we did, and that's something else we've got to talk about. You know, we signed two, two defenders in January, um, both of which are still kind of coming back to full fitness. So I think... Uh, Cedric from Southampton yeah. and uh, Pablo Mari, who everyone kept calling Brazilian, but he's Spanish. Oh, is he? And because, he's been playing in Brazil. Yeah, though, he was playing he? in Flamengo, yeah. Brazil, but he was at Man City. Yeah. But he never played for Man City, but he went on loan to clubs, but then he found his place at Flamengo, and then mm. I suppose they, I don't know, with Rateta or somebody, like the look of him, based it was on... probably that. Edu, wasn't it? I mean, he's... Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, our and, uh, um, technical director. And, uh, yeah, they brought, brought him in. I don't know, hopefully he'll be a... Hopefully he'll be good. I saw that he, I think he played uh, for the under-23s this week. Mm. Um, so might get to see him at the weekend. Mm. I don't know. I doubt he's in contention for tonight. Or uh, maybe he is. I don't know. Um, I don't think he's travelled with the squad. But um, yeah, yeah, might get to see him um, at the weekend against Everton. Who knows? And then I think um, Cedric is still coming back. I think he's not expected back until mm. the end of February, start of March. But um, which is also around the time I think Kieran Tierney is, is due back from his uh, shoulder injury. So might actually have some, some decent options um, in defence, finally. Pre- you know, fingers crossed that there's no more. <laughs> no, I mean, can we get any more injuries? I mean, I don't want to tempt fate, but, it, you know, I we are kind of... I wouldn't be surprised. There's always something. Yeah. yeah. Callum Chambers obviously out for the rest of the season, which is a shame for him. He's been doing pretty well I, I, I like Calum Chambers but yeah the shame that he's uh, yeah he's going to miss the rest of the season yeah um, I think uh, we need to uh, give credit to uh, Burn Leno who's probably been yeah every played every played mostly every game I think maybe apart from Europa League in and, the league yeah I know league. that yeah Martinez has been uh, the, the, the the go-to for all the cup matches so mm. I think yeah he's played all the all the FA Cup and Europa League, um, but yeah, I think Leno's played every match in the in the Premiership. Um, He's been, you know, more or less saving our defence at times for this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's. <laughs> he does have. Uh, I think he's got like the highest save rate of any goalkeeper, which is pretty much because. He's, he has to, <laughs> you know, he's he's left. Ex- he's been left exposed. I think on I, quite a few occasions. I think I saw a stat um, where Arsenal were I'm not sure what they are now but uh maybe a month ago uh, uh they were around third highest in terms of shots conceded per game yeah. they were up there with Villa and Norwich Jesus who are down at the bottom yeah yeah but um yeah I don't yeah I don't doubt it um <laughs> yeah I, I mean like you say it'd be interesting to see where we're at now um Probably still not that great, but we're in the right, heading in the right direction. Like I said, we're looking more organised and less, um, yeah, just less wobbly, less uh, less unreliable at the back. So that's good. Um, yeah, it seems as though yeah, Arteta sort of he is, he is bringing that kind of organisation from what he's from what he's observed Pep doing at, uh, at Man City. Not saying we're going to be competing with Man City anytime soon, but that style of play is uh, is is good to be. It's good to see that kind of coming into the side a bit more. 
Maybe maybe we will because uh, if Man City are banned from Champions League, maybe they'll uh, have an exodus of players. Very true, actually. And, yeah, uh, that's the other thing. Yeah, uh, the other kind of big story from from this week is yeah, Man City are banned for two years, aren't they, from mm. uh, from European football competitions? Um, Pep's already said very publicly that he will consider his career at Man City a failure unless he wins the Champions League. Um, so yeah, he could be out, and then a lot of the other players could could follow. Um, I mean, he said he said he's not going anywhere, but you know, come on. <laughs> so he, yeah, I mean, I would have thought he's probably, and of course, you know, City or City's lawyers and everything are saying they're going to appeal it, and it's you know, it's it's an injustice and it's fake news and whatever. But yeah, I mean, come on, come on, <laughs> come on. I mean, the amount of money that's being thrown around and has been thrown around by them. I mean, it's it's pretty obvious something's gone on there. Yeah. In terms of the financial fair play stuff. So it's, yeah. So that's going to be interesting. Man City out of Europe for the next two years. Um, yeah. Are the, are, the, are the players there just going to wait it out or? I think they're probably, more than likely, probably be a exodus. Yeah. I reckon so, yeah. I, yeah, you think like players that are just coming into their prime, like, you know, like De Bruyne and Sterling and, all, you know, all throughout the squad. Um, yeah, they're going to want to be, they're going to want to be competing for, for Champions League titles. So, yeah, could well see a, a smattering of ex-City players in uh, in the Champions League next season at different clubs. Probably, I would like, I don't know, we probably won't be able to afford them. And I think someone like Eddie would be looking at younger players who are cheaper. But um, yeah, I probably won't be getting any Man City players if there were to be an exodus. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think like sort of throughout their squad who we'd have a decent shot of getting. But I mean, there was there was rumours of John Stones, wasn't there, in the, oh, yeah. in the January window? Um don't know how likely that would be, given the amount of money they've spent on him and the fact that he is one of the few, like, they seem to buy him specifically for the, uh, like, those, that homegrown financial fair play type yeah. thing where you need to have yeah, a certain amount of young English players. Scott Carson in. Yeah. <laughs> Just to fill that quota. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we don't, uh, yeah, I don't know how likely that would be. But, uh, you know, maybe we can, maybe we can get some, get some crumbs from the table of uh, all the players that are going to be leaving. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, who would? Uh, I would have liked Riyad Mahrez, but um, yeah, that was. But I think that Pepe's got that. I don't know. I wouldn't want to like disincentivize disincentivize a Pepe if if yeah in a hypothetical situation. I I mean, people always seem. I I'm always sort of reading and hearing that Mahrez hasn't like done much at City, but then. If I feel like every time he like starts a match for them, he pretty much always scores mm. or like is or like sets goals up. Like it, I, I, I don't know. I'm like, what do you people want? Like he's, you know, yeah, he's shone at Leicester, but it's like, what's he? What else is he supposed to do at City? I feel like he's done pretty well. Mm. Um, cons- you know, all things considered, but yeah, I mean, you know, because there was, I mean, there was talk of him coming to Arsenal the season after Leicester won the title, wasn't there? I mean, mm. that was. That, and that, him and Vardy, um, but yeah, I don't think I think the ship has sailed. I don't yeah. think we'd be able to get someone like Mares. Like you said, we've kind of got other options in that role anyway. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't want to. 
<laughs> don't want to rock the boat in terms of uh, yeah. Pepe just kind of just about coming good now. Um, what else is there? Oh, there was a the whole Wenger sort of uh, clapping back, quote unquote, uh, at uh, Emery, who said, "Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see anything about that. I, I, I mean, I, I, the only thing I saw from Wenger is because obviously now he's what is he? he's like head of development or something yeah. at FIFA." Young youth development or something. Yeah, and um, he was saying that they might they might look into changing the offside uh, rules because of VAR. Um, and uh, because Emery made a comment that Arsenal were in decline when he took over, and then Wenger said, "Well, well, be- before the, the season when he left, they'd finished. Well, they've won the FA Cup, and then the season before that, they finished second in the league." Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think. I mean, it, the the, the twenty eighteen nineteen season was. Is that the one, or was it the seventeen eighteen? Um, Which one was it? Wenger left. I think it was, it was seventeen eighteen. I think, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that was that was the one yeah. off. Se- that was that was the bad season. Every other season before that, we'd been, you know, yeah. qualifying for the Champions League, and yeah, and it, also it's not like <laughs> it's not like you know when Emery uh, left, it's not like he was like dusting his hands off, going like ah, mission accomplished, like you know, finally. Finally got them back where they finally got them back where they belong. Like it's you know we're worse off now. So it's like if if we if we weren't a club in decline then we are now uh, arguably Mainly, because of Emery. Yeah, um, selling off Kashani and Monreal, and then bringing in David Louise. Yeah, um, I mean yeah, saying we're in decline <clears> because <throat> of Emery is maybe a little harsh, but it, yeah, it's. Um, I mean, yeah, if he's, I, I mean, if that's, if those are the words he's using, if that's the game he wants to play, you know, we can, we've, we've got the receipts, you know, for the, to, to clap back. Um, God, I hate, how do people talk like that? I mean, I fucking hate I myself. Like, it's, it's, ugh. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, tw- it's being online too much. It is, yeah, we've got online brain. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was, we were talking about, you were talking about the uh, Wenger suggesting changing the offside rule. Look who popped up, our, our favourite um, football Twitter personality. Yes. He called him, oh, he called him a has-been. Oh, Wenger trying to change the rules, that old has-been. What? Did you see that tweet? Uh, no, uh, but, I mean, that doesn't even make sense. It's like, how is he a ha- he, <laughs> He's, like, in his, how old is he? He's in his 70s now? Yeah. It's, like, it, he's... Like, he's got, like, a very high-ranking job within FIFA. I don't understand. It's like, I, like if he's a has-been, so is Fergie. Like, surely that's... I, I, I don't know, man. But, yeah, I think we've... Um, I don't know. I, part of me, like, I thinks we should, like, pull back on the, yeah. the Goldbridge stuff because, so, like, <laughs> you know... It's uh, it's dividing the fan base, uh, to, put it, yeah. to put it mildly. Um, you know, we some say we talk about him too much. We don't um, talk about it enough. I could, yeah, personally, I could do an entire podcast just about him. He fascinates me. Um, it is I, in kind of a <laughs> in kind of a Joker Batman way, like mm. it, I, oh, I guess, like it's just you know he will forever be my nemesis. Uh, but it, it's just I the way his mind works is just uh, incredible. Um, yeah, I mean, I. I 
I won't even get into it, but yeah, yeah. he had he had some opinions about Caroline Flack. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Who uh, obviously recently passed away, um, and it's very sad. And it's you know yet another example of how the media just in this country, you know, tabloid tabloid media especially can just get away with treating people like absolute shit um, and not face any consequences when you know when the worst happens. Um, but uh, but yeah, like I said, Goldbridge had some <laughs> had some takes on that, and somehow managed to make it about Man United, <laughs> which is just, I mean, like that is that's the most amazing thing. Like there is no issue that he cannot turn into uh, Man United somehow. Like it, I remember, like back <laughs> during the election, um, he was getting angry. I can't remember if we talked about it or not. He was getting angry at Gary Neville for tweeting about, oh, yeah. for tweeting about David Cameron, like in the lead up to the election. And he was, Goldbridge was very angry that Gary Neville wasn't being as vocal about that as he was about the board at Man United and the, you know, Woodward and everything. Um, and it's just like, uh, it's, he's got just, yeah. uh, just a very specific type of brain. Um, it, it, that, like I said, is just endlessly fascinating to me. Um, so yeah, I guess that's our that's <laughs> that's our our Goldbridge minute. Yep. Um, but uh, but yeah. Um, um, what else uh, should we make ooh. make predictions tonight, or should we not try oh, and curse should, yeah. the teams? Also, similarly, um, uh, that you know, uh, talking about other like football Twitter stuff. There's this whole contingent uh, now that's saying that um, the Premiership is a oh, farmers yeah. league, yeah. which is again very very <laughs> funny. Um, yeah. Just because, <laughs> just because Liverpool lost one uh, nil away to Atletico Madrid. Um, yeah, everyone's acting like Liverpool are somehow in Christ. I think a lot of people have just been waiting for Liverpool to lose yeah. a match. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, so there's a lot of people on it's Twitter. Like you click the profile, Man United fan. What? What? A, what a surprise. A Man United fan having a bad opinion about football? Surely not. Especially Liverpool. Yeah. Teams. Um, but yeah, yeah the, the, the consensus among those people t- tends to be that, uh, yeah, Liverpool are... Um, they're not good because the only matches they've lost this season are to Napoli and Atletico Madrid. Um, so, I, yeah, that means that the Premiership is, like, not a good yep. league um, and Liverpool can't. Chuck the, that Champions League trophy in the bin. Exactly, yes. The Champions League, uh, the, the current champions of Europe are not fit to compete in the Champions League because they've lost two matches <clears throat> this season so far in the tournament. Yep. Um, so it's, uh, yeah. I, I think the other tweet I saw was saying that the only two teams that can actually compete in Europe are Man City and Liverpool and uh, all the other teams. He, he specifically said that Tottenham, uh, yeah, Tottenham, Man United, Chelsea and Arsenal are all trading on past glories and uh, living in the past. And it's like, I mean, yeah, I guess that's kind of true in one sense, but also like three out of the four... <laughs> Yeah. semi-finalists last season in the Champions League were English teams. I mean, Tottenham were the runners-up. City yes. were semi-finalists. And Liverpool we won. We had an all-English Europa League. Yeah. And all-English uh, yeah, Champions League final. Yeah. Yeah, we had an all-English uh, Europa League <laughs> final. 
And also, it's like, I don't know, like, a Chelsea reliving? I mean, Chelsea were the last team to win the title before Man City. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, like, they, they won the league and three years ago. Won like, Europa it's... League last season. Yeah. Um, but Tot- Tottenham, to be fair, haven't won anything. So what past glories? Um, let me tell you about a little tournament called the Audi Cup. Uh, oh. Um, yeah. Oh, they beat Bayern Munich. Uh, they beat, yeah, they beat their, 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 like, C team. Yeah. Harry Kane, you know. Against the uh, Bayern Munich uh, C team, B team, whatever. And they've got that uh, Berg Bergwijn now. Yeah, Bergwijn, uh, who got one goal against Man City, and he was better than Pepe now. Yeah, no, it's official. It's uh, yeah, yeah. Better he's going to save their season, especially now that Son is. is you see, Mourinho is basically throwing in the towel already. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Spurs saying that yeah, Son's out for the season, and uh, the team couldn't be any worse. Um, I mean, it, gonna, I, I gonna, can't believe he's reached this stage already. Yeah. Like, it's normally it takes at least a season and a half for him to start. You'd have thought Spirits would be good because they beaten Man City and got a way win at Aston Villa when they were looked like they were going to probably lose that game uh, or draw it at least. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, you'd think they'd be uh, spirits would be high, but now they lose to Leipzig at one nil, yeah. and he's thrown in the towel already. Probably going to blame uh, Daniel Levy for not giving him enough money in the transfer window. Yes, like he always the, does the January transfer window, which is the only one he's been able to. Uh, yeah, I man, I can't. We, can we just? Can people stop hiring him? Like, uh, like we. He's got nothing left. Like, it, like we've seen, we've seen the extent of what he can do. Like, that's it. Like, he's not gonna, unless like he goes to somewhere like like Leeds. Like, that would be pretty. You know, that'd be interesting. See what he can do. You know, can he get a club promoted? You know, and and then get them competing for champions. You know, can he do like a Chris Wilder? Like, that'd be pretty yeah. interesting. But like, fucking hell, just yeah, stop hiring him if you're a, if you're a, like a chairman at a Premier League club. Like, do you, like what? I, you, you must know the risks involved and how expensive it is to bring him in and then to sack him. It's just ugh. they had to make a whole week about his haircut because, uh, yeah, he buzzed all his hair off and like they had uh, constant articles I kept seeing like about Mourinho's barber. He did it wrong and had to shave it off. <laughs> I didn't realize that that whole thing about uh, Ashley Young's barber. Yeah, he's uh, is he, what has he done? He's like paid to take him out, like fly him out to oh. Italy with him. I'm sure all footballers have like an entourage of people they have. Yeah, but I mean, it's Ashley yeah. Young. Like he's like he doesn't have any hair. Yeah, what does he do? <laughs> he just shines his head. Like what the fuck? Like what? puts puts for the bowling ball thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like what is he doing? Like uh, uh, I mean, I don't begrudge that guy. I mean, that's a cushy gig. I mean, who wouldn't want that job? You just. Like, he probably yeah. just has like a, a razor, but with no blade. I was going to say, yeah, you just and he just <laughs> puts the sh- shaving gel on. Yeah, run a like, to, Yeah, you run like you, a, <laughs> you run like a Hitachi magic wand over his head and pretend that you're like. <laughs> you make the noise. <laughs> there you go. Uh, wow, that'll be yeah, that'll be seven hundred pounds. Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, I try and stick up for footballers when people say they're dumb and whatever, but. Some good, of them are good. God, I mean, yeah, some of them, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've talked about Andy Carroll uh, not knowing, not actually knowing anything about football or like any, you know, any players' names or anything. Um, but yeah, 
Um, I'd have thought he would be. Uh, I'd thought he'd be on fire at Newcastle. I was. I was really hoping he would have. That was his, what we were promised. Found his wasn't form. It? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. We were talking about like Newcastle's forward line earlier, and it's like, yeah, man. It's like, where's Andy Carroll? What's happened? Their options are. Yeah, their options are the two guys that can't buy a goal, or Andy fucking Carroll, who's uh, yeah, he's still injured, isn't he? I think that was uh, probably that was yeah. Otherwise, it, he does he does like scoring against Arsenal, so maybe he would have done all right if he was playing on Sunday. But yeah, I don't see it. Um, yeah, is there anything else that we got to catch up on in terms of? Uh, um, oh no, not really a whole lot. Predictions um, for the? Uh, oh yeah. Um, where is it away? I think yeah, we are away. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm worried about being away at Olympiacos because they are quite a tough team so mm. I don't know if we I don't know I can imagine it being like 1-1 one, one or 2-2 two, two. yeah been getting a lot of two all draws this season um, I'm going to be hopeful and say 1-0 mm. to to, uh, to us to, uh, yeah. to Arsenal I think yeah I'm just going to to the Arsenal yeah um, I'm feeling positive um and then, do we want to predict the Everton score? Because we're going to do another episode before um, then, aren't we? Are we at home? We? Yeah, at we're home. at home, yeah. So, yeah, Ancelotti has, been, has turned them around. That's the other thing. Um, yeah, it's, why couldn't he do that? <laughs> it was, yeah. It was my pick for, mm. <laughs> for Arsenal, but, yeah. Um, I don't think uh, Everton's defence is that tough, really. I, I think it's kind of easy... I mean, on paper they should be a lot better than they yeah, are. Yeah, but they they, they have improved defensively. But I just think defensively, I think you you could probably score concede at least one or two. But yeah, and then so um, maybe a two-one to Arsenal. Yeah, I can see. Uh, yeah, I can see them giving away a penalty. Um, yeah, Jordan Pickford does like to rush out into the area, doesn't he? Um, yeah. I think, yeah, I'll say, I'd say 3-1, I reckon it'll be, but it'll be like, it'll be a bit like the Newcastle match, we'll sort of, it'll, the goals will come late on, um, but yeah, yeah, I reckon 3-1 to Arsenal. Um, okay, um, we'll take a uh, brief break in the action, and uh, we'll be back with the next segment. <laughs> and we're back. So, uh, I thought we'd do uh, uh, another quiz. We haven't done a quiz in a while. Okay. Uh, Lawrence. So, in honor of... Uh, ooh, can check. It's a Heineken. Uh, in honor of uh, European football being back. Heineken, get out of us. Um, we love your product. Um, yeah, so in honor of uh, the most anticipated film of the year being released, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog... Um, we're going to find out, Lawrence, which Sonic character are you? Okay. Um, this quiz, uh, I didn't make this quiz, it's from The Beano, so it's on thebeano.com. I just typed in Sonic quiz, and this was the first one that came up. I don't know why it's on The Beano. Um, so, we'll do, yeah, we'll, we'll start off with uh, question number one. What's your favorite animal? You've got four options here. Echidna, hedgehog, fox, or pink hedgehog? Hmm. Hmm. I think carefully. Hmm. Um, I go with hedgehog. Just regular hedgehog. Just regular hedgehog. Not pink hedgehog. Um, 
Okay. Okay. So number two. Uh, now this is going to be difficult for you. Uh, so, what's your favorite game? Sonic Forces, Sonic Generations, Sonic Mania, or Sonic Boom? Ooh. No, um, you got to. You can only pick one. I know you're a big Sonic head. Sonic. I'll go with uh, Sonic Mania. Sonic Mania. Okay. Uh, what is your? <laughs> okay, I don't really get this one. Uh, what is your favorite biscuit? And this is probably even tougher than the last one. Digestive, cookie, uh, bourbon, or custard cream? That is, t- I, th- I know, I know what I'd pick. I think I'm gonna go with, uh, I'd go with custard cream. Really? I don't know. Um, I like bourbons and custard creams. I was gonna say bourbon. That's always my go-to. Um, unless unless it's a chocolate digestive, chocolate digestive. That, yeah. that's a whole different ball. Game. Yeah, that's yeah. Then you got it. Yeah. Especially with a nice cup of tea, those are really addictive. Um, we sound like oh, the, the uh, oldest yeah. men. <laughs> I am old. Uh, I'll go with a, a, a bourbon biscuit. Bourbon biscuit. Um, okay. What's the what fuck is the what kind of question is this? What's the soggiest moss you've ever lied down and put your face against? Soggiest uh, moss. So I'll ask that. What's the soggiest moss you've ever lied down and put your face against? Woodland moss, pavement moss, artificial moss, or option num- number four, I have never lied down and put my face on moss. I have never lied down and put my face on moss. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. What do you like to do in your spare time? Okay, so count my teeth, write to the Prime Minister and complain about the noise, read the Beano, or... <laughs> Gaming. I'm oh, pretty sure. Gaming. Yeah. Definitely. Obs. 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 Uh, oh, okay. So this is a, a totally random question. I don't think it's part of the main quiz, but there's a little uh, like winking emoji with his with his tongue out. What are you most like? <laughs> okay. I think this is. Uh, I don't. <laughs> uh, this this seems like it's a data harvesting thing. Mm-hmm. Where are you most likely to hear about news and things that are going on in the world? I don't know. At school, news apps from my friends, TikTok, TV news, the internet from mum and dad, Instagram, the radio in the car at home, YouTube, or on Newsround. Answering this question won't affect your score, by the way. Uh, Newsround. Okay. Uh, totally random question. Oh, so there's more random questions. Uh, are you a boy, a girl, or I prefer not to say? I prefer not not to say mm. in this day and age. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Uh, how old are you? <laughs> very, very. Um, you can put so there's you put under six or up to seventeen, or you can put I'm older or I'd prefer not to say. Uh, uh, I prefer not to say. Okay. So the, yeah, the results of that uh, looks like most people, the majority of people are getting their news from the internet. There's fourteen percent here that say uh, the internet. Newsround only has eight percent of the uh, poll. Eight percent also on I don't know. Um, so, okay. Anyway, um, back to the quiz. Who are your favourite people in the world? My friends, my family, the nineteen ninety eight British Bowls pairs champions Paul Barlow and Steve Farish. My friends and my family. Oh, I'll, I'll go with. 
the uh, the uh, the uh, the uh, friends and family. Yeah, well, I was going to say if you've watched any of the Fast and Furious films, you know that uh, that's, those are the same thing. Yeah, well, yeah, it's all about family. And yeah, uh, in a tight spot, I like to, and then it's like the end of the sentence. Uh, curl into a ball and achieve supersonic speed. Use my spiky knuckles to climb a wall. Turn myself into a makeshift helicopter. Swing my pico paco hammer. I like, Steady to, on. I like to swing my pinko paco hammer. Now we know you do, but you, you've got a separate Instagram account for that. Oh. Um, okay, swing my pico paco hammer. Um, who's your favorite superhero team? The Avengers, Justice League, the Fantastic Four, or 1998 British Bowls Pairs champions Steve Barlow and Steve, uh, sorry, Paul Barlow and Steve Parrish. The, the Bowls. The Bowls the fellas. Bowls, bowls fellas. Uh, pick a color. Blue, red, pink, yellow, and orange. Yellow and orange are for some reason in the same. Uh, I'll go with. Uh, I'll go with uh, pink. Pink. Okay. And uh, number ten. Can you feel the love tonight? The peace the evening brings. Yes. Not really. No. Absolutely not. Uh, all I feel is moss on my face. Um. Yes. So, okay, the piece the evening brings. Yes, okay. Now let's find out who you are in the Sonic universe. Oh, I've got to wait for an ad. It's always, a, always something in Yeah, this is... Crisis is long out of it. It's Dragon Ball Z. It's showing me, like, yeah, uh, toys for Dragon Ball Z. Um, it's pretty cool, actually. Like, move their arms and shit. they got the hair now. Oh, wow. Okay, so you got Sonic, Bye. the main man himself, fast, fearless, a born leader, and a born blue hedgehog. What? And a born blue hedgehog. Uh, you love adventure and are popular and loved by your friends. Well done. Oh, well. Okay, so. That's, that's debatable. But, uh, yeah, thanks. Um, I'm Sonic. Good. Nice mm. I know. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was all the, uh, that was everything I had prepared for the rest of the podcast. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but that's. Uh, I mean, yeah. You are you gonna? Are you much of a Sonic guy? I, I've never really. Um, I've never owned like a, a Sega or anything. So I had a friend who had a Sega Mega Drive who had Sonic. Um, yeah, same. Oh, I never. Friends, re- so. I never. I, I. The only Sonic thing I had was this. I've said before was this sort of pinball thing where the pinball moves up yeah. through magnets and it comes back down again. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I've had. I never. I think I have a Sonic and Mario Wii game. Oh, the Olympic one. Yeah, yeah. I think I have that one. And those are pretty fun. Those, those, uh, yeah. those like Olympic games. And uh, yeah, but generally, no, I haven't. I wouldn't call myself a real big Sonic guy. No, Sonic. Head. I used to. Or maybe I watched the cartoon when I was a kid, but that's uh, yeah. yeah. I uh, I, had a, I have a cousin who was uh, I presumably still is, but he, I mean he he was way 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 into Sonic. He had like uh, he had a poster of the 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 Lady Hedgehog, whatever her name is. Um, I've forgotten. So probably uh, <laughs> you know that probably didn't lead to any uh, any mm. anything dark. Um, no, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Um, but, uh, yeah, I never, I never owned, uh, like a, a, a Sega or anything. I just sort of played, played the Sonic games around friends' houses. Um. It's kind of frustrating to play. Yeah, it's, you- when you get beyond, like, the first, uh, <laughs> first, as soon as you get to that underwater level, I'm just kind of, that's, immediately, I'm just kind of like, oh, fuck this. It's like, 
you do all, all that effort and then you bump into something, you lose all your rings. Yeah. Which is annoying. And uh, yeah. The, yeah. I mean, the, the music's cool, but uh, yeah. But yeah, it, 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 I'm, I'm still, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Mario guy, I think, over, uh, over Sonic. But uh, you going to see the film? Um, I don't know. Um, maybe. I mean, I wasn't going to, I was going to reveal, but I, I still haven't gone to see the Star Wars. Oh, wow. Okay. Well. I mean, I know what happens. Oof. Yeah, you don't really. I, 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 I got, I heard, I was reading what everyone was saying. I was just like, you know, I think I'll leave it. I mean, I, I've, Watch seen, it when it's on I've, telly. Seen, I've seen all the clips on Instagram. People keep posting like yeah. stuff on it on Instagram. Just like. I don't need to see it. It doesn't. It didn't look particularly. Uh, they've they've great. put all of uh, Babu Frick's scenes on YouTube. Yeah. So that's pretty much all you need. That's it's, it's he's, like with he's the, the best uh, part. It's like with the Joker way. film. I've seen all the free free scenes that you need to see. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> and it's like this is you know maybe I just don't get it, but I'm just like I watch. I was like, is this it really? Everyone's making a fuss over this. Anyway, I kind of had the same thing. I, I mean, I, I've I've seen the Joker film, and it is kind of just like I, it's Joaquin Phoenix is is very good in it, but I don't know that the film itself needs yeah. to exist. Um, it's not really didn't really need to be a Joker. Film. It didn't. It didn't need to be a Joker film. It didn't. I. It. It just. I, it didn't really need to be. I mean, if it was just like a film about you know a weird guy or whatever then that, it would just be like a more blatant taxi driver is that ripoff, very is that a very joker thing though when he stabs the guy in the face and literally murders him in front of that um in front of the other guy i yeah i mean you know killing people's definitely a joker thing but it doesn't well, he do it in a more sort of comical like <laughs> Uh, no, because this is a gritty. Oh this, yeah, yeah. Everything. Gritty where have you been for the last ten years? Ugh. Everything has to be gritty and real yeah. now. I want stupid comic um, fun. I want yeah. fun and entertaining. And- it is although I, I I will say that if there's one thing we know about the character of the Joker, it's uh, the guy loves to dance. Yeah, um, that's another thing. That's <laughs> a lot of dancing. Just yeah, sort like, of. That's uh, iconic. Yeah, just, he just sort of, Lawrence is doing some sort of like interpretive kind yeah. of arm waving. Um, so the- yeah, everything. He yeah, for some reason the choice they've made in this uh, in this version of the Joker is that uh, he just he dances all the time, um, and it's like I guess there's nothing wrong with that. But again, it's just sort of like that's not that's not like a joke thing. like it was it's enough that they've got him with this like disability where he laughs all the time and can't control it. That is more that makes more sense as like a Joker thing to me to have him just. Like uh, just always dancing in his own, like dancing in his own head, and the fact they got that Gary Glitter song in it is also mm. just kind of like there, there's not another song you could have used. Like there, there's of all all the music you could have used for that scene, like you had to have the Gary Glitter song. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. Also, it's weird that you, I, the like the the two detectives that are following him, played by Bill Camp and Shay Wiggum, it's like. I assumed, like when they first showed up, I assumed that they were going to end up kind of playing a bigger part in it later on. And maybe there is a version of the film that they do. Um, because it just seems weird to me to cast two actors that are that good in roles that are so small and don't do, like, just are ultimately meaningless. Like, mm. Shea Wiggum is, is great in everything, and Bill Camp is, is awesome. Um, and it, like I said, the second they show up, you're kind of like, ah, okay, here we go. 
here's this is going to be like the other side of of this this whole origin story. I think, uh, and then just nothing happens. Just feels like copying Taxi Driver, but just not having the same character arc, if you will. Yeah. Instead of um, being becoming a hero, he becomes a bad person, but a hero to bad yeah, people. Because society, society these days, you know, we live in it. Because I'm not like a big DC, and I, you know, I know Batman from the films and the games, but yeah, I'm not. I've never read a comic or watched the cartoons, but I don't know. The Joker is just like when I was watching the scenes on YouTube, I'm just like, is this a Joker thing to do to brutally murder someone? And, and, yeah, and sit there covered in blood. That's it, just like yeah. I don't, I don't really think the Joker. My idea of the Joker. I don't think a Heath Ledger Joker would have. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, the Heath Ledger Joker does do some pretty nasty shit. Um, but again, he does kind of like dress it up in mm. like a, you know, kind of like a nihilistic sort of. Uh, kind of yeah, there is a sort of like a like a kind of dark humor to a lot of it. Where yeah, I think you're right. It is like the, this this telling of the Joker story is kind of just like, uh, yeah, it's just kind of like oh, he's. I think it's like with every movie. It's like with every movie now. We've got to have like you've got to go see it to like you know to own this group of people or that group of people. Yeah, it's it's all kind of just. Why can't you just sell it as a good film? Yeah, that's got you know. Uh, Yeah, Um, it's all very cynical. But but yeah, uh, yeah, that's why I didn't. I looked. I saw some of the clips from the new Star Wars, and I was just like, can't be asked. And like I said, watch it when you're on. When, yeah. Watch it when it's on telly. Like it, 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 you're not you're not really missing anything by seeing it, uh, by not seeing it in the cinema. Also, um, just going back to Sonic for a second, um, I didn't realize until I, I, I looked it up because I, uh, I I went to see I saw I saw Cats I saw the the, the, the Cats film I got I got day drunk and uh, went to uh, live the nightmare for myself and um, it's. I mean, it, it's it's as bad as everyone's saying it. I mean, it, 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 arguably, it's worse than everyone's saying it is. Just because there's there's so many elements to it that are so like all the decisions that were made in making it were the wrong decisions. Like everything, just from like just from the ground floor up. Like it's all you know the 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 choice of like the costume designs, like the CGI fur. Um, the way it's edited, you can't see any of like the dance numbers really. Like you can't you can't appreciate the choreography or the physicality of any of the performers because it's just edited so quickly. Like you know the, the shots just cut away so quickly. The scale of the world they live in seems to change from scene to scene. Um, I mean, every everything about it is is wrong and, and bad. But the the company that did uh, that did like the VFX that did like the the horrible like CGI fur on them. Are the same company that did uh, the the did the VFX for Sonic. Um, so they're the same company that had to redesign the entire character of Sonic mm. because of his, you know, fucked up human teeth. Um, so man, th- they had a real <clears throat> banner. It was a real banner year for uh, just you know furry monstrosities with weird human features um, for those guys. <laughs> So I mean I'm glad that they at least kind of got Sonic corrected. Yeah. But they never they never really got the chance uh, with with Cats. Not that it would have helped things because I think even if even if they had uh, even if they'd somehow fixed the CGI in that it's still 
fucking cats. Like, you know what I mean? Like the source material. Why did anyone expect the film to be good? Like it's, it's cats. The source material is rotten. Like, is uh, it an Andrew Lloyd Webber thing? Of course it yeah. is. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. I mean, in a way that there's nothing I can say that hasn't been said a million times about it already, but it is just, yeah, it's just terrible, but you do kind of have to see it to believe it in terms of how awful it is. Um, it, I mean, it like, like I said, there's, like fucking Ray Winston is in it. Like no one's talked about that. Like Ray Winston is is in it for like one scene, and you assume because it's Ray Winston, you're like, oh well, that that character must be pretty significant, and he just isn't. Like he's just he's like Idris Elba's character is like heavy, but it's like Idris Elba's character is Idris Elba. Why would he need a heavy? Like why would he need like a bodyguard? Like it, it, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. <sighs> Well, Taylor Swift has like giant cat titties in it for some re- for no reason. Like it, it's quite funny though. I, maybe I'll, I don't. Maybe I won't get in trouble if I say because I used to think does she kind of look like a cat? <laughs> a little bit, yeah, like one of those like snooty cats that yeah. like just walks She's got away that from kind everybody. of point of upturned nose, so like yeah. kind of got that cat like face. Yeah. So I was sort of like, oh, it's. it's you know, it worked. That she, yeah, is a cat. She looks kind of like a cat. She, yeah, she, she didn't does. Get Sophie Ellis Baxter. A little bit, yeah. She does kind of like a sexy version of the uh, the song about McCavity, the, who's the bad guy cat, which is Idris Elba. And uh, again, like she's just there for that one scene and is not. I mean, a lot of the film is just, and I think it's the same with the musical. Is just. Uh, Cats just introducing themselves for one song and then they are never seen again. There's no real plot. The, the characters mm-hmm. aren't really characters. They are just there to sing a song about themselves. Um, I also felt really bad because, like, like, Judy Dench is going to die soon. And, and, and they made her... <laughs> They made her be in, in this, and it's just like, what the fuck are you... Like, she has so little time left. Yeah. Like, and, and this could... This might end up being her final film. And it's like, it, she'll sort of join that list of actors who were in, you know, their last ever screen roles were in, like, you know, really terrible films. Um, you know, like... Um, uh, fucking... Orson Welles was he did a voice in the, trans- the Transformers, the, the animated movie. I kind of, I kind of enjoy the, you know, it's kind of shit. But <laughs> or, I um, like the music. What's the other one? Gene Kelly, his last ever film was Xanadu, the the roller skating, mm-hmm. <laughs> the roller skating movie with Olivia Newton John, um, and uh, yeah, Sean Connery in uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. You know, it's it, so she's going to end up with with that kind of that's going to be her last ever film probably. Um, and she's not in James Bond anymore. No, no, I think they they killed her character. Spoilers for Skyfall, which came out Skyfall. eight years ago. Um, but yeah, they killed her character off. That was the last one I saw. Actually, that was the last like new James Bond film I saw. You psyched for the new one? Billie Eilish doing the theme? No, I I did watch her perform at the Brits. I've uh, I've gone my entire life without ever watching the Brits. Um, I just saw that one bit. I was flicking through and I saw. She was performing. I was like, "Yeah, I'll listen to it." I was like, "Yeah." She said, "They all sound kind of so bland." These James Bond songs nowadays. They they all kind of they they're all a bit kind of bleh. they have to uh, follow like a certain chord structure mm. or something, don't they? Yeah, you, you have to use like a the, the rule is you have to 
yeah, you have to uh, use like a certain chord progression. But yeah, a lot of them are just there's sort of these big uh, kind of dull ballads. I like that 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 Jack White one from like ten years ago. Uh, the Jack White Alicia Keys one I quite liked, but everyone hated it. Like they slagged it off. It was, but I think it, I don't know. At least that was different. Like mm-hmm. it was different from a lot of. Uh, and Chris Cornell's one was pretty good as well. The one that he did for Casino Royale again because it was different. Whereas the you know a lot of them now are just sort of this these kind of uh, so when Adele Adele's one they have this this sort of blandness to them. Just sort of like Adele's one. I would say Adele's one was pretty good for that. That genre of uh, kind of big over trying to be kind of clones of Shirley Bassey, exactly. Yeah, Um, but yeah, that I wouldn't be able to tell you how that Sam Smith one uh, went if you put a gun to my head, like you just fucking shoot me. I can't, (laughs) and I haven't heard, I don't think I've heard uh, any Billie Eilish songs. uh, I know, to be honest, Uh, bad guy and. I've seen people talking There's about it. There's a couple of I've heard. Yeah. I mean. I don't know why, like, she gets people real mad for some reason. I, and maybe, I know to a certain extent, she is kind of, like, manufactured. Yeah. But, like, people get really, like, pissed off. <laughs> yeah. I'd, uh, yeah. I'd, she, I mean, she said some stupid stuff about rap music recently, but then it's like, yeah. she's like 18, and mm. it's like, eight, have you ever talked to an 18-year-old? They, all they say is stupid shit. Like, obviously. Like, so it's like, uh, yeah. Beatles didn't live in a yellow submarine. I was like, well, you Fuck. don't live in a yellow submarine. Fake. Fakers. Fuck. Posers. Mm. Corey Turner doesn't push his fingers into his eyes. Yeah. God. Yeah, they're not they're not actually like devil worshippers or whatever the rumours were about them. Um, they probably are. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, James Bond, uh, I just... Uh, no interest. Can't, I saw the trailer for the new one uh, recently and I was just like, I can't... I, it, it, I prefer <laughs> the Mission Impossible because at least they're somewhat fun yeah and it's like i don't know it's like like james bond's like a you know at the end of the day he's like he's a cop isn't he like, yeah you know he's, he's a, like he's, he's enforcing like cop. you know like yeah like the, the like the british government's been responsible for some pretty awful shit and it's like he's on their side and it's kind of like uh, yeah i don't really care anymore and mm. it's just you know you know he's gonna win yeah there's like, like 30 of these fucking films and they're all pretty much the same <laughs> Yep. Um, you know, some of them, there's like maybe five that are good. I think the Piers Brosnan ones are somewhat funny and entertaining. I think that, yeah, they kind of bridge the gap from like the, the kind of camp, like Roger Moore ones into the more kind of serious. Where he's um, um, surfing in Arctic water with icebergs yeah, everywhere. The, That's the, pretty great. The invisible car. Uh, yeah. It's just that they just had fun with it. it was, but now it's yeah. got to be. Dead serious, almost like the Bourne identity. Yeah, they really, the, the Bourne movies really kind of fucked up uh, action of, movies um, in that way, where everything's got to be like Metal Gear Solid, but a, yeah. extremely boring. But I, I like, I mean, I like the Bourne, I, I like the, the Bourne movies, yeah. but yeah, it's like they did kind of. It meant that like all action movies now have to be kind of, like you said, super gritty, super realistic, high tech, government wobbly, agencies, wobbly cameras, the, lots of double crossing. Yeah. Everyone's a double agent, 
or triple agent in some cases. It's always the hot, sexy Russian. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, in, in James time. Bond films, it's like for, for for decades the format was always like the first woman he sleeps with, who's apparently like a, a goodie, uh, turns out to be a baddie, and then the woman he sleeps with later in the film, who's usually the bad guy's girlfriend, uh, turns out to be good. She ends up helping him. And there's like that's pretty all of like the Sean Connery movies, all of the Roger Moore ones. That's that happens in pretty much all of them. Is it the one? Is it Skyfall where it's Money Penny? Who is like the Bond girl? When you before um, Money Penny was just like his secretary or something. Yeah, I think that it's it's revealed right at the end that yeah, there's yeah, like a she's, new secretary and she's, she's like Penny. yeah, she's like Money Penny or whatever and like yeah. I thought yeah, Skyfall was pretty good, but again, it's like it's not good enough for me to keep watching James Bond films because, like I said, they're all pretty much the same. It's, it's a weird sort of nitpick of mine but they always keep casting actors who i've seen in like sitcoms that that, that yeah. they distract me yeah it's like is... you were in the Arthur strong sitcom what do you yeah you were the guy who fucked Fucking... the pig in black mirror yeah i was gonna say what's that guy's name uh the rory kinnear yeah yeah rory kinnear's son <laughs> it's like what it's like, it takes yeah. me out it's like that's the guy it's... who fucked the pig it is <laughs> hey everybody <laughs> hey everybody this guy fucked a pig um, yeah, I, I've still never seen that episode of Black Mirror just because I can't. I, I had I can't to switch over. I was the, like, okay, Childbroker, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, you made your point. The premise is just, yeah, it's like, yeah, but what if though? It's, like, it's just like, it's. Ugh. What if you fucked a pig? Yeah. No, Charlie, stop. <laughs> it's, yeah. I, I don't think there's a show on TV that uh, vacillates quite as wildly between uh, very good and very bad. As Black Mirror. Like, there's some episodes of Black Mirror that are really great and kind of, like, truly, like, amazing, like, hours of television. Uh, and then there's other episodes which are just the worst fucking, like, 16-year-old stoner crap. Like, that you, like, just real, real just dog nonsense. Like, you know, just fucking, like, oh, yeah, but what if, what you know... What if, what if phone uh, blocked you? Mm, yeah, yeah, like yeah, or like what if, what if uh, you know, what if the 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 character that you thought was the good guy, uh, what if he was a pedo? Huh? Does that because you you thought he was good? So does that you are you you're a pedo too, mate? You is that are you a pedo? You a pedo, mate? It's just like it's just like, and that's like. That's not really a spoiler because that's the twist in multiple episodes of Black Mirror. Like they've they've, they've used that more than once. Um, it's yeah, but then like I said, like some episodes are really good, and it, it's it's a complete crapshoot, and it's just like Isn't one of them written by Connie Huck, former Blue Peter presenter. I think yeah, I think she's she definitely co-wrote some of them. I think she <clears throat> might have written one of them as well. Um, and it, yeah, it, and they always get like really good actors in them and stuff. But it's, yeah, it's just like. Yeah, it, it, it varies so wildly from just being uh, just completely unwatchably stupid and, and also just kind of like foul in its subject. Like you said, like, you know, the fact that it's like, oh, what, you know, what if he fucked a pig? And it's just like, uh, you know, and you've got to watch it now. Like, <laughs> you've, you've got, got to, like, watch it. Because, I, because I thought of it, you've got to fucking watch it now. I'd just go um, outside. Mm. <laughs> it's kind of like in the... Um... I don't know which game. I think in Resident Evil 2, the new remake, 
It's like, I can just uh, walk out the room. I don't have to face... Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like Resident Evil 2. I don't have to shoot all those zombies and liquors and whatnot. I can just walk out the room. <laughs> well, you you chaps uh, talk about... You you figure it out amongst yourselves. I'm just going to go outside for a smoke. Let's, and uh don't know if we want to get into um, cultural thingamajig, cultural appropriation, or we just carry on. Um, yeah, let's... Yeah, let's, let's get... Because, yeah, we, yeah, it's been a while since we've... Uh, well, done anything because we haven't put an episode out for two months. So, yeah, this is uh, some cultural appropriation. Uh, this is the uh, part of the show where we uh, talk about outside of football things that we like uh, culture wise. So, you know, uh, telly, video games, films, music. You get the idea. You get it. You're smart. You're listening to us. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, what, 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 do you, what do you got for us? What do you got? Uh, okay, I'm going to go through. Two or three things, maybe. Uh, first, uh, been listening to the new Tame and Parlor record. Yes, Slow Rush. It's pretty great. I haven't, I haven't caught up on it yet, but uh, yeah, big. Really enjoying it so far. We're big, we're big T uh, T I T I fans yeah. uh, here at not the rapper T I. Get big Kevin Parker stands. Big Parker heads. And uh, yeah, pretty great. I was listening to Strokes have come out with new stuff, which is completely different. I think it's more in line of what um, Julia. Julian Casablancas was doing in his The Roids. Have you heard of The Roids? The The Void. The Voids, yeah. Yeah, not The Roids. The Roids. The Voids, <laughs> just, where it's a bit more sort of getting, electronic <laughs> stuff. Julian Casablancas is just getting completely fucking jacked, just yeah. swole. <laughs> and uh, I wanted to talk about uh, the new Resident Evil 3 remake that, that's coming out, I think, next month or in April, I think. I'm not sure. Maybe March. So they're just doing the whole, yeah. they're going through the whole catalogue and just. They're remaking the old classics. Well, right. they didn't make, they made, they remade the first one like ages ago, but, mm-hmm. and, um, but, uh, yeah, Resident Evil 2 came, remake came out last year and this year, Resident Evil 3, which, uh, looks pretty, pretty terrifying, mm. if I'm asking me, even. Pretty spooky. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I remember playing initially Resident Evil 2, like, round a friend's house. Not knowing what the hell to do, using all my bullets, not understanding <laughs> that you gotta conserve literally everything. Yeah. For the bosses and just avoid every zombie, <laughs> if if you can. Mm. And there's like tricks to do it, like you have to sort of wait for the animation where they lunge forward and then you run around them. Oh right, this sounds complicated. <laughs> there's lots of there's also YouTube people who like do speed runs and they do like no damage, <laughs> knife only. Wow, that sounds uh, tedious. Yeah. I mean, like getting to the stage where you can do that. Like, how many fucking hours do you have to yeah. spend? Jesus. Yeah, I should, I should have done that. Been a Twitch streamer, just played Resident Evil. Just there's money in it. I mean, there is crap at it. There's a lot of money. Like you know, like ninjas are fucking millionaire, isn't he? I mean, like that's yeah, yeah, and uh, Pootie Pie, our, our favorite, our favorite game of Pootie Pie, you know. Oh yeah, I love how his silly memes that people keep pushing on Twitter all the time. Big Chungus, oh, that's so funny. Big Chungus, that's so funny. I've never really seen it. It's just the fat Bugs he, Bunny. Is that yeah. the, that's the joke? He's Big Chungus. Yeah, it's like yeah. yeah. Great, good, good job online. Um, Reddit memes. So that, those yeah. those are your that's your your, your picks for yeah. uh, new for strokes come out. Yeah. Uh, Tame Parlor. Looks like they're touring again, aren't they, as well, yeah. which is like a big, uh, 
a big step for them. I mean, because they, yeah. they all hate each other, don't they? So it's, but they did a big rally for Bernie, for Bernie yeah. Sanders. And that it's was, quite funny was how, um, God, all the comments online are all just like, if you're listening in 2020, oh, you're, you know, at least you're not just a, someone who uh, only liked the first record. <laughs> the, oh, you mean the, the good one? Yeah. Uh, you only, you only like the, the, the good strokes out Um I don't know. I'm not that, I've never been that much of a Strokes guy. I mean, they're, they're I, fine. It's just like, I, people, like, are, you know, the Reddit music people just like, yeah, they well, get yeah, real fucking, Reddit people in general are just, you they know. They get real fucking like, come on. But, it, yeah. Possessive over some band. Yeah. It's just like. But also, it's like, the people like, hold on to the Strokes as this kind of like, you know. They were the original indie band. Yeah, the last great rock band. It's just like, all of their parents were fucking rich, yeah. weren't they? Like, they're, they're just a bunch of like, <laughs> they're, Private school dipshits from New, New York, York, Brooklyn. Like, yeah, like they they bought themselves leather jackets, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, a rock band!" It's just in reality, it's like you know, like the guy's name is literally Albert Hammond Jr. Like he's the son of Albert Hammond, like you know, like a very very successful like singer songwriter, and it's like and yeah. like Julian Casablancas' dad owns like a modeling agency or something. Like they're all like all of their parents are fucking rich as hell. <laughs> It's just like, but everyone, everyone was still just sort of like, oh, look at these scruffy New York guys. Like, ah, it's like the Ramones. It's just like, in reality, it's like, no, they're just a bunch of fucking private school kids that are co-opting all that stuff. And that's fine, because that's what show business is, pretty yeah. much. Everyone's got rich parents. Like, Billie Eilish's yeah. parents are fucking rich. Like, her, her brother was, apparently he was in Glee. I didn't know that. Yeah, he co-writes all the songs, doesn't yeah. he? So, yeah, he co-writes, and he produces a lot of the songs. So, it's like, yeah, again, it's like, that's just how that shit works. Yeah. But people that are like, you know, the Strokes were the last real rock band. It's like, fuck nah, off, dude. Like, it's like, there's plenty. You just got to find them. I feel like even Kings of Leon are a more authentic, yeah. quote unquote, rock band. You know, like they're... They, they came from the South. Yeah. Bye, they, bye, bye, bye. And like, yeah, like they're, I think their dad was like an ex-preacher or something. Wasn't yeah. They? Like, you know, they, they didn't... They Pastor didn't, yeah. guy, yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah. I think, I think, yeah, the best... I think I think the, the the first three Kings of Leon albums are better than the first three Strokes albums. Yeah, I, I would. I, I'm more Kings of Leon than Strokes. Just, yeah, I gave the Strokes out of curiosity because it had like a sort of a, a video where it's all very very eighties cartoon mm. sort of style to it. It's all these different scenarios okay. going on, sort of references to like uh, Watership Down and mm. the start the animation style. I don't know which specific cartoon. Or anime maybe influenced it, but it's just very, very retro. Studio Ghibli? Yeah. Ghibli? And, um, yeah, in that same sort of animation style that the first Transformers movie. Okay. Kind of. Japan animation. Yeah, kind of. And, um, but yeah, I thought it was a good song. It wasn't a typical stroke song. And there are no guitars. It's all just uh, electronic. I do prefer the the stroke songs where they don't sound. Yeah. Uh, like the Strokes, I do prefer those. Like that that last album they put out, the the Come Down Machine. Hmm. Um, whatever the first single they put out from that, I like that because yeah, like Julian Casablanca is singing in like like that weird falsetto, and it's all synthy and it's like the Daft Punk song he did. The Daft Punk song he did was yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. And um, um, it's quite funny referring to James Corden, where he has Julian Casablanca's on his show, and it's just so awkward. Because Julian Casablanca is a quite awkward guy. Yeah. He's, he's kind of held back and 
yeah, introvert. He's, and he's and James Corden's touching him, oh. and he's holding. He's got he's got this sort of um like a, a bulletproof jacket on. Looks kind of like a bulletproof right, jacket. Yeah. And he's opening all the pockets. And then Julian Casablanca says something. I think he's trying to be sort of joking. He's like, we're in an invisible war, my friend. We've got to be prepared. Okay. And then James Kedo goes, okay, wasn't expecting that. A uh, bit random. bit random. Uh, okay. Okay. And then whatever he says next, he's like just cackling. How about he's... another joke, James? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Get what you fucking deserve, James. Uh, if only. <laughs> yeah, Julian Casablanca is backstage putting makeup on. Just, when you bring me out, can you introduce me as Joker? Should have done that. <laughs> I don't know why Joaquin Phoenix didn't do that. Like, so live it because he did that with he had when he grew his beard. Yeah, or, that, he was like, I'm going to be a rapper. Yeah, because Joaquin Phoenix is kind of a weird dude in real life, isn't he? Yeah, he's <laughs> fucking nuts. It's cool. <laughs> and why don't he just like go everywhere dressed as a Joker? That would be pretty funny. That's yeah, but. You might reach Jared Leto levels of, uh, uh, yeah, of cringe, of annoying fucking, yeah. I don't know. Working Phoenix seems pretty cool. Like, mm. like Jared Leto just seems like he's just desperate to be accepted. Does and, that a lot? Yeah, he does a lot of photographs. So, yeah, Lawrence is putting Pointing a, like, at a my fake temple, gun fake up gun. to his temple. Like, he's, yeah, and a lot yeah. of his vocals. Ah, whoa, that's pretty good. Ah, you should sample that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man, fuck Jared Leto. Um, so I get, uh, for my, I didn't really think too far ahead uh, for for my picks. Um, I guess I'll recommend. I, I recently saw um, the movie Stan and Ollie um, about um, like the the kind of final like farewell tour that Stan Laurel and Oliver Hardy did, like Laurel and Hardy did around the UK in the early fifties. Because I, I I grew up watching uh, Laurel and Hardy as a kid. My dad loved them. I think uh, the reason I'm named Ollie is because of Ollie Hardy. Um, so yeah, and it's a great, great. I mean, a fantastic casting. I mean, it's Steve Coogan as uh, as Stan and John C. Riley as as uh, Ollie, um, and they're both just absolutely it, it couldn't couldn't be more like on the money in terms of the casting. They are fantastic. Um, and it's great. It's just quite it's sort of sweet. It, it's never, it never tips over into sort of mawkishness or kind of like schmaltzy, which it very easily could do. Um, but it never kind of tips over in that kind of mawkish, sentimental kind of crap that a lot of uh, biopics tend to do, especially, especially biopics of comedians. There seems to be this. I remember like BBC Four a few years ago did like a whole season of just like biopics of like comedy icons that were pretty much like, ah, well. You know, in they my, made you laugh, but yeah. they were actually sad. They like, were, at, yeah, Tommy Cooper and the guy who was in Steptoe. The Steptoe and Sun Guys, and, and I think they did a Tony Hancock one. Yeah, and um, uh, Betty, uh, Betty Marsden, oh, is that in there? Uh, oh, she used to do Round the Horn. Uh, Hattie, Hattie, no, well, maybe something Hattie like that. something, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, the, yeah, the, the Kenneth the Kenneth Williams one was actually pretty good because Michael mainly because of Michael Sheen. Michael mm. Sheen is just you know amazing at just disappearing into, especially when he's playing like real life people. Really looking forward to the uh, the movie where he's he plays Chris Tarrant 
Um, he'd like to do a, so a film stupid. about the. I mean, I, I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, in, man. Yeah. Like I said, because of Michael Sheen alone, like I've, just, I've seen like the photo of him as Chris Tarrant. I'm just like Chris Tarrant impression. Who's me, millionaire? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah, Stan and Ollie is, is is fucking great. Shirley Hennison is in it as well, um, and she's always great and everything. She was speaking of Babu Frick. She does the, the voice of Babu Frick. Um, but Shirley Hansen's I mean, she's kind of just awesome in everything. I mean, she's in a million things. I think most people know her as Moaning Myrtle, but um, she's in loads of stuff and she's always great. Um, and, uh, so yeah, Stan and Ollie is uh, what I'll recommend. I also recommend, because it's, um, at the time this comes out, it's, it's been five years since Harris Whittles passed away, the uh, the comedian and, and writer. Um, if, if you don't know his work, I mean, he... He was a stand-up comedian, but he also he wrote for a lot of uh, really great TV shows. He wrote for the, the Sarah Silverman program. He wrote for Parks and Recreation, uh, Eastbound and Down, uh, Master of None. Um, uh, yeah, really, really funny guy. Managed to achieve uh, a lot. I mean, he, I think he was only 30 when he died. Um, he managed to pack in a lot of like really great stuff in the, the short time um, that he was active. But... Um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll recommend check out any of his any of his work. I mean, there's a lot of you know there's clips of him doing stand up and whatever online. But his his band were also really good. He's in a band with uh, two other comedians, um, Paul Rust and, and Mike Cassidy, uh, and the band's called Don't Stop or We'll Die. And the songs are kind of some of the they're kind of funny, but they're not they're not a comedy band. Like you know, like the the the, the songs are just kind of good and catchy. And some of the, you know, some of them, a lot of them are very silly, but like I said, they're not, they're not quote unquote comedy songs, which is often, uh, very bad. I mean, a lot of like, you know, musical comedy is, uh, awful. I mean, if you just type like whatever, just think of a pop song and then type that and then parody, type the, the title of the song and parody into YouTube and you'll see that like musical comedy is very difficult to Weird get right. Weird Al Yankovic. He's at, no, Weird Al's great, but like, I will not stand by and let you besmirch Weird Al, but you can, like, Weird Al's kind of, but Weird Al's kind of grandfathered in, because he was doing it so far before everyone else, um, Weird Al's got, like, a lot of goodwill, whereas everyone else is, uh, I mean, check out Randy Rainbow, I mean, that guy fucking sucks, I mean, like, he, you know, he, he, uh, he does these awful, like, political parody songs about Trump, mm. um, there's one he did called, uh, Cheeto Christ Stupid Czar, which is a parody of Great. Jesus Christ Superstar. Uh, and it's just... That sounds awesome. Just so bad. Um, no, to be fair, I do like Weird Al Yankovic. I, yeah. Yeah. Put some respect on his name. I do, I do. I do. I like Dirty Be Stupid. Mm. That's good song. Yeah, his original songs are pretty good. Like, not just the parodies. Like, the original songs he did are really good as well. Um, but yeah, um, check out Don't Stop or We'll Die. They... they Put an album last year or the year before. I think it's called, I think it's called Dancing on the Wind, I believe. And their album before that, uh, Gorgeous, um, which is great. There's a song on that called uh, Lisa. I think it's the first song on the album, even uh, Lisa, which is, uh, yeah, very good, very catchy. Um, so, yeah, check out Don't Stop or We'll Die and Stan and Ollie. And that's probably it, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, that's enough. So, if you've enjoyed this, check us out on the various social media outlets. We're on, we're on the Facebook, we're on the Twitter, we're on email, juniorfunners at uh, gmail.com. We did get a uh, like a robot email from uh, like a, a, a some kind of um, 
some kind of advertising thing. I mean, it seems like hogwash, but uh, yeah, send us some some stuff to read. Um, you know, send us an email, uh, and then also you know at Junior Funners at uh, at Twitter and Junior Funners on Facebook and follow me on Instagram. Yeah, let's get Lawrence um, a girlfriend in 2020. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lawrence JY. If you're a lady. And yeah, uh, I'm on Twitter as well. Change my new app for 2020. Yeah. I didn't want to be Epic Skater anymore. Done with skating. You've yeah. hung up your, yeah. uh, hung up your, uh, your board. I, I just, it's just IB, IBE, IB online, or one thing. IB online. IB online. I'm uh, at Oli Munster, so you can give us both a follow. We both post some pretty good stuff. Um, you know, I, I like kind of, I kind of go annoying. a bit, I kind of go. Too hard sometimes. I have to like. Yeah, you 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 have to do it to them, don't you? Yeah, sometimes I really have to like, like. Yeah, I have to boost these and try and. I don't know how Twitter works. I'm still trying to work out why. Yeah. Why isn't it working? Yeah, I mean it doesn't. It's, I, blame it's I blame those trolls. Yeah, I blame those trolls because they've the trolls fricked around the algorithm. The trolls, the Bernie Bros. It's all it's all bad. It's all you know. It's just a big cesspool of uh, of yeah. Uh, yeah the badness um i should have gone on twitter back in the early 2010s when i had the chance yeah didn't no you'd be yeah you'd be a millionaire now i would be yeah. probably i'd probably be having my own show on netflix or something. yeah yeah, yeah. i mean yeah <laughs> man um well that's everything i guess bye <laughs>